and welcome to 15 Minutes of Game, an improvised podcast about improv, because the internet needed another one. I'm Matt. And I'm Brian, and Matt and I were both performers and teachers with CT Comedy Theater in Hartford, Connecticut. And we're going to try and explain improv comedy concepts to you in 15 minutes or less. From the moment our podcast starts, which means the clock is already running. Because if we can't explain something in 15 minutes, we'll never be able to explain it at all. So here's the rules of our podcast. Matt and I have discussed the topic that we will cover, but we have not gone into great detail, so we don't know what we're each going to say. There's a chance we'll totally disagree and confuse each other. So sit back and enjoy the next 14 minutes and 16 seconds while we talk about second and third beats. Now, first off, let's we got to disclose something. Uh, Matt and I tried to record this episode last Thursday, about five days ago, and it... Uh, we had a lot of technical difficulties, so actually we have discussed this ahead of time. We've recorded this episode we one and a it thoroughly. Thoroughly, yeah. <laughs> we have documentation of one and a quarter attempts. We just bombed. When we tried the second time, we just stopped. Um, Almost made it through the entire intro the second time. Yeah, but the good news is Matt and I are not very smart, so mm-hmm. I don't remember what you said nor what I said. So it's pretty uh, much fresh start. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember at all. Cool. Um, so that's out of the way. Now I feel honest and good. <laughs> uh, so I guess what we should do is start by talking about what a beat in improv is. Before what would you do if I just edited in? Ones. I would just edit in the discussion, <laughs> like a cl- like a like a clips episode, like a greatest hits. Yeah. Uh, I think that would be very funny, especially considering I deleted my set. My half. I deleted it immediately. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, tonight we're talking back on track. We're talking about beats. Uh-huh. So in a, in improv, we have uh, things called beats, right? Mm-hmm. So the way that I like to think about beats in improv is the way that you think about beats in like movies and and uh, plays and stuff. So a beat is like what happens in a given moment, right? So like right. um, in uh. In uh, Dumb and Dumber, you have the moment where um, he discovers that the the head has been ripped off the bird um, in the pet, pet store. And he's like, uh, you killed the bird. I think that's from Dumb and Dumber. Um, it is. I don't know if you're I, getting it. I butchered the quote. Right, we're going to re-record. No, I'm getting it. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to watch Dumb and Dumber, then re-record. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do it over. So, so there's multiple things that happen in that scene, but one of the main beats is uh, is uh, Jim Carrey trying to duct tape the head of a bird back on to sell right. it to a blind kid. Sure. Um, so that's kind of how I think about beats. It's like one main thing happening. I know in improv we have a slightly different definition. Yeah, and I think this is this is hard. Like beats is a super improv term. Mm-hmm. It's like trying to explain strikes to somebody who has no idea what baseball is. Like if you've yeah. played it since literally, you kind of just know. You get mm-hmm. three attempts at it, uh, and then you're out. Um, so for me, for me, if I had to explain beats, it's like, okay, in long-form improv, I would start there, which is kind of like more of like a made-up play or a made-up series of sketches you know, on stage. Beats are a revisiting of a funny idea from – earlier in the set it might mm-hmm. look different it might have different names and different vibes um but the core funny is still there 
So you recognize it, but it looks and feels different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think that's a perfect way to describe it. And you should ignore my uh, movie analogy. Um, no, but I do no, I do get it because like within Beats, you have like recognizable patterns and you revisit it. And I do know that movie like uh, they have a bird. <laughs> uh, the head is ripped off actually by a gangster spoiler alert. And then they tape it back on. And then at one point they revisit and go like everything's going wrong in our life. We have a terrible apartment. We have no jobs. Our birds' heads are falling off. <laughs> so it does kind of get revisited. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so that's a first beat is like the establishment of the mind. I see what you're doing. Yes. First beat. Yep. So then a second beat is when you replay that moment again later. Right? So yeah. um, in uh, beats are typically used. I mean, beats are used in all sorts of long forms. Um, but the one that comes first to mind for me is Herald. Sure. Um, so, uh, the basic structure of the Herald, actually, Brian, you teach this more than I do. You want to talk mm-hmm. it, about it? Yeah. The Herald is a long form, uh, structure in which we've discussed in the past. And it's a, you have an opener to get a bunch of ideas. You do three scenes. There's a group game. We won't explain that. Then you revisit the funny stuff from your previous three scenes. And that is called the second beat. If you want to see a great depiction, I'm going to do a plug for uh, Will's friend, Dynamo. Uh, nobodysweetheart.com has all of these really nice graphics of different forms. I think you bought the Avente one. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you look at go to nobodysweetheart.com, there's all these uh, illustrations and maps of the form. But again, uh, the beginning of a Herald, that first scene you see, you're going to revisit the idea a few scenes later and the audience mm-hmm. go, Oh, this seems familiar, but I see what they're doing. They're doing something different with it. Yeah. And there's two primary ways that we do something different. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to name them and then I'd love your thoughts on them. Great. Um, there's one version where we can replay the game into a second beat called time dash. And then there's another version called analogous. Yeah. So um, explain time dash. We'll, we'll split them up. Sure. So time dash is uh, where you see the same character uh, from the initial beat used again um, in a different time. So you don't pick up the scene like right where you left off. Um, You want to see the scene in a totally different uh, space. So if you if we have a scene with um, uh, if we have a a conductor who is running late to get to the symphony. Um, uh-huh. And it's a hilarious scene where he like keeps getting stopped in traffic and whatever. He's just, he's running late and it's like a big show. So then um, maybe in the next beat of that scene, we see uh, the conductor same running conductor, same, same conductor, conductor who is running late to his wedding. So uh, we see the same pattern of behavior. He's like, he's, uh, you know, he's running late. He's uh, stopped. He gets stuck behind a train or whatever. Uh, He winds up having to, you know, rush to get to his wedding. Uh Um, And then in the third beat, we see the same basic game. We see the conductor uh, who's late to his own funeral. So, like, the hearse is stuck in traffic. Uh, he's getting embalmed too slowly. Like, this guy just cannot be on time. 
So it's the same game played with the same character, with one of the same characters, in different times during this character's existence. Yeah, um, it feels very close, but not exactly like a sequel to a movie. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Uh, Same character, same kind of gist, different point of time. Um, And this is cheating because I know we discussed this last week on our botched recording. Mm Mm-hmm. Time Dash, I think people get their heads wrapped around easier. Yes. Um, because I think people watch movies and it's narrative and it's – you could picture time a lot better than what we're about to explain. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think it's harder to change it, meaning a lot of times what I see is it will almost be the same scene, but it's like Mad Libs. Yeah. In- instead of the symphony, he's trying to get to you know whatever. He's trying to get work. to the wedding. The wedding. Yeah, it's the same thing. But, but it feels exactly the mm-hmm. same. Yeah. So, uh, but I do, I agree. I think that's the first one that people sort of pick up on naturally. Um, so you were talking about analogous. Uh, do you want to explain analogous Analogous. beats? Yeah. Now this feels way headier and I think this is where students are like, oh my God, this is weird, but it's actually easier where you're just boiling down the funny of the scene to what makes it funny and you're ignoring the specific characters, the specific location and all that stuff. So again, Mm -hmm. we have a conductor who's late for an orchestra and there's all these like madcap reasons of why they're late. You could flip that all the way around and maybe it's an astronaut who's late for a shuttle launch. Mm -hmm. And then like what would make an astronaut late? Like, oh, the the astronaut ice cream melted. Like you can have a lot of fun with the specifics. It's a totally different set of circumstances. But the idea is an expert being late to the thing they've been Mm -hmm practicing their whole lives to do yeah i love and that i think that's easier because i th- i feel you could do a thousand analogous beats mm-hmm. and time yeah, dash you might just kind of you literally will run out of time <laughs> yeah um and in analogous you can like you can like you said it's it's kind of like um mad libs distilled to the most fun Mm-hmm. And you don't have the restraint of the character. You have the freedom to take the 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 core concept of the idea and put it in the most uh, um, the most wild place you can think of, uh, and make it so that you have the most fun with it. You can right. still do that in Time Dash, but sure. you you do have the restriction of at least one of the characters. Yeah, and I think it's like, I mean, like, think about all the superhero movies. Mm-hmm. You know, often I think, like, the first ones are always the best. The first Superman, the first Iron Man, I think the first Tobey Maguire, uh, Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And they all have a similar concept, right? Everyday person has extraordinary abilities and what happens. Mm-hmm. But they're all different movies. And then the sequels, it's like, okay, well, how many more villains can we throw at them? Right. Um, but then the Avengers, I think, did really well with Time Dash. Because they had the same core concept of heroes and villains, but they just mm-hmm. kept amp up in the ante. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like that. I'm proud of myself. I think that's good. Um, so, yeah, uh, you want to see the second beats get more extreme mm-hmm. or more uh, unusual or more absurd. Um, and you want to try and – because you already know the game, so you don't have to reinvent the game. Right. So that gives you the opportunity to make the specifics wilder and more fun. So, okay, here's a So, okay, I think we've done a pretty good job explaining what beats are. So, Matt, you and I are in a scene. Mm-hmm. If it's not a herald, sometimes you're not sure if you're doing a second beat. How would you tell me, 
hey, this is a second beat or a revisit to something we did before. So I think in that sort of idea, the easiest thing would be to do a time dash and to literally name the character that you want to come out. Um, and uh, okay, so you, you would know. point right at me, Brian. I want you in the scene because you were in the first one. Yes. Right. So mechanically, oh. you would make sure you had the same players. Yes. To start. Okay. Yes. Cool. Or I would say, um, uh, Conductor McGillicuddy, we need your, like, <laughs> you're <laughs> yeah. running late for the whatever. Um, and just, like, be ham fisted because I would much rather be on the same page um, and, like, sort of, like, you know, ram in the information in the first 10, 15 seconds and then, right. like, have the rest of the scene to play. If we're doing an analogous second beat, then I don't need it to be used specifically to play the game. True. Um, but I would want to, like, really... I might take a long time to give my opening line, like, longer <laughs> than normal, and just be like, here is the game that I would like to play. Would somebody else like to play this game with me? Yeah, like, using the conductor one. Let's use the, the astronaut second yeah. beat. I think I would step out and go... Yeah, Admiral Nelson, the shuttle is going off in 30 seconds and you're still in bed. Like, super clear. You're Maybe even say, you've been training for this all your whole life mm -hmm. and you are late. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It has I to be that on the nose. I the strap off. I'm still <laughs> strapped to my bed. Yeah, and I think that's, uh, like, that's like a signpost or communicating mm -hmm. or whatever. Yeah. Um, and that feels way chunkier talking through it than it is on stage. Yes. Audience uh, won't know you're signposting. No. I mean, like... If your improv teachers are in the audience, they'll be like, okay, I get it. But then when the <laughs> Man, scene I do, is I, like... I, I never see my student shows. I'm <laughs> oh, I very do. busy. I see your student shows to make sure you're teaching them right. Yeah, and I never am. Um, and, <laughs> uh, but yeah, once you're past the first like, 10, 15 seconds, if, like, if you're clunky in that time, I'm like, whatever, you're setting it up. Like, especially during a second beat, I'm like, I want to know that everybody knows what's going on uh -huh. right off the top. It's so much easier. Right. So much easier. <clears throat> Fine. Yeah. Um, Are there beats in a non-structural form, like a uh, like a mono scene is an easy one. Uh-huh. An evente, which I know you taught, which is more of like kind of time jumps. Yeah. Are there beats? Oh, absolutely. There's definitely beats in both a uh, mono scene and an evente. In evente, you want to see the same scene happen again uh, at the end. So, like, you literally replay the same initial scene. Well, that's time. Um, so we'll never know well, more about evente. You'd have to sign up for the next class you teach, actually. Oh, my God. That would be so great if I could teach the evente again. I think, I think there's going to be a whole lot of opportunity. <laughs> like, from 101 to learning how to talk. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh yeah, I think that we're all gonna be off trying to socialize again. It's gonna be it's gonna be wild. I'm so excited for the world to start coming back to normal. Like just is like as a person, uh -huh. all but also as like you know I lost my hobby. Like improv is a thing that I did. It was where I spent basically all of my awake time that I wasn't at work, I know. and it just feels like it got ripped away for the past over a year now it's bananas we're getting there we are we're getting there very very cool close. so those are beats mm -hmm. 
I'm uh, kind of glad we messed up last week. I think we did a, a slightly better job. Yeah. I think we closed stronger on that one. Yes. Uh, I do think that we should take some time and talk about Monocenes or Avente or something at some point. Because I love both of those. We could do uh, that. We could just talk about a form. We could do our um, favorite form. Oh, we could. Or something or our maybe our least favorite. <laughs> we could do both. We could do both. Could. Spoilers, my least favorite is Laurent. Um mine is musical. <laughs> <laughs> Very broad. Very broad. Awesome. That was fun. Yeah. Um if you have any questions that you want Brian and, and I to talk about, uh hit us up on Facebook or Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um we got a, a shout out from will hines so we'd like to shout out never will heard of stuff it's uh it's the will that brian was talking about earlier in the episode um yeah. where he mentioned will uh <laughs> yeah i i this is, i mean again if tito jackson mentioned michael <laughs> there'd be no follow-up questions mm-hmm. um so yeah go check out his stuff uh tito jackson specifically yeah. um and uh, do all the podcast things like subscribe. I don't know if you can subscribe. I don't know how this you works. You can. Oh, Share. Okay. Um, there's a lot oh, of yeah, improv yeah. podcasts. Listen to our friends. There's a whole bunch of podcasts coming out from the CT comedy group of people. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, this is awesome. But um, more episodes coming. We have a few more for this season. Then we're going to take an actually planned short break. Mm-hmm. And, and not we're going to try to think of 11 some, months. Yeah, <laughs> not 11 months. We'll try to think of some unique stuff to do for season three. But yeah. otherwise, a few more weeks to go, right? Yeah. Cool. All right. Thank you, everyone. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.